Hey guys, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Dirty as a Punk. One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip, And I am Molly. And today, we are discussing, for our 100th episode... Episode 100. It's Judy is a Punk. This song, Judy is a Punk, you may have heard of, is from their 1976 debut album. So good. Um, it is written, credited as Ramones, but uh, rumor has it, and other sources point to Joey having written it. All uh, sources point to Joey. Sources, Ramones. yeah. It feels about, yeah. Uh, and I give you the song category misbehavior because you just the, give everything misbehavior. Now, those I feel girls like. are getting into trouble. That's true. One is a bad influence. Well, that Jackie girl, you watch out for her. They might die. They might. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, the band Ramones, mm-hmm. the Ramones band, uh, played this song a number of times. This okay. was their 29th most played live song. Are you going to let me guess on this one? Yeah. Are you going to give me some... It is between 200 and 300. Really? Yes. 26, huh? 250. No, 29th. 29th. 250. Higher. Good for them. 299. Lower. <laughs> 275. No, 284. Okay. You're getting there. That's good, though. Yeah, it's, I mean, it makes sense okay, too. That's like sense. early song. Yeah. Very early album. Some so many of their songs are not getting played. Mm-hmm. It's good to everyone's well hear the song that got played every time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, okay, two thousand they played two thousand two thousand two hundred some. Two thousand two hundred. So they played this Yeah, ten person. Ten percent. But I mean that also counts that's it's maybe not such an accurate number, but you also take into account that counts like, we played Dave Letterman and we played one song. Yeah, you know? totally. It, it counts those. Yeah, okay. Um, or some of that is taken into yeah. account, I should say. Uh, this is also one of the oldest Ramon songs. Yeah, because it was like a demo before. Yeah, yeah. And before the first album. Sorry, I'm gonna finish that. So no, yeah. There's some. Uh, there's some video somewhere of Tommy Ramon saying he heard it. He heard Dee Dee and Joey working on it, and yeah. he was like, "What is this? Hmm. What are you guys doing?" Yeah, yeah, totally. It feels seminal. Uh, also for us. Um, this is a minute and 33 seconds long. Yeah. It is the second shortest Ramon song. Durango 95 being the shortest. Durango 95. So Durango that, 95, shortest song and an instrumental. Yep. This is the shortest Ramon song with lyrics. Man, that's such niche info. <laughs> Thank you. We're giving you niche info, that's, people. That's Come on. What we're doing here. <laughs> um, I don't want to hog all the facts, but I can keep going. No, I mean, uh, okay. Um... Uh, this was produced by Craig Leon. Yes, we have not really talked about Craig no, Leon. Really Are you haven't. prepared to talk about Leon? I have nothing to say about him, but I'm open Yet. to giving you the floor if you have something. I don't, but we should. Okay, well, at some point we'll go down a, a Chris Leon. Craig Leon. Uh, sorry, Craig, Craig Leon. Leon. Rabbit um, hole. If nothing else, uh, I, the one thing I can say is that he was instrumental in remixing 
the one they did for the 40th anniversary. Oh, yeah, great. And so he did a lot of, he did a lot of good work. Well, I mean, lifting. I would consider, I mean, I have people that tell me that I'm wrong and that's fine, <laughs> but I would consider this you said the word seminal and to me I mean yeah. this is like a seminal album in punk oeuvre sure <laughs> you know so that guy has some uh, knowledge it's funny too that he this is the only album of theirs that he produced well I mean I'm just guessing here because I wasn't around at the time <gasps> nor did I know any of these people but it's like you know you're you're gonna do your first thing and you've got people around you Sure. And you use the people that you have around you, but then after you do the first thing, you're like, oh. Yeah, and then they move on. Yeah, I, I you know. It might have been him too. Sorry. I, yeah. Uh, I real quick looked up a couple things. He did also record with Blondie, uh, Richard Hell, and the Void Oids. Yeah, so this I mean, guy gets around. Yeah, it's not he's like done he's, a ton of work. Yeah. It's just funny that like, I don't know, maybe it's just something about where the Ramones were going with their career or wanted yeah, to go. Yeah, and also maybe the record label was like, hey, why don't you... That's very possible. Well, we're going to give you a stasium. Um, yeah. Uh, or what have you. There are many, many, many covers of this song. How many do you think? Ten. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> no a lot. Yeah. Uh, and too many to list, uh, but I thought for your ears, Molly Hale, you should look up the one... That Joan Jett does with oh, CJ. Yeah. I definitely want that. And why didn't that come up for me? I don't know. Your Great. Google search is tainted. Sometimes I don't go hard on a Google search. I just like to feel it. Well, you didn't. <laughs> you felt it wrong. Uh, if nothing else, that one's cool because uh, CJ does the harmonies. Oh, great. Whereas in a lot of the Ramones live also, versions, they don't do the harmonies. What fucking badass <clears throat> life has CJ Ramone lived? Pretty good. I mean, good on him, A, for practicing the drums when he was a child, I'm guessing, to get good enough at 18. The or, drums? I'm sorry, on bass. I was like, whoa, what are you doing now? Sorry, bass to come sure. join this band at 18. But, like, I mean, Joan Jett is maybe my top three. Maybe? Human. He, well, I mean, oh, human. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at you like, what? Oh, well, human beings. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So Santa but Claus, I mean, Joan Jett, <laughs> and the Nooch. Yeah, and the Nooch. That's Nooch. 60s Nooch. That's Nooch. No, but yeah. seriously. But yeah, he's got taste. What a cool rock and roll life that guy has had. Pretty great. Yeah. Real great. Uh, and P.S. Shout out to CJ. If you haven't seen him live, he still plays all the time. Please go see him. He's do amazing. It. He'll no. give you a nice dose of Ramones. And he'll rock the hell out of the song. Yeah. Um... A couple other covers I wanted to note, though. Please. Uh, one was by Morrissey. Oh, very yeah. Very recently. Yeah. Which I guess is a big deal. I'm not such a student on Morrissey. Oh. But I know enough to know that he's usually very full of disdain and was very disdainful toward the Ramones. So it was kind of a big deal that he covered this, any song by them, let alone this. And it was pretty good. Uh, I love me a Morrissey. I okay. do. Uh, there's also a really great, adorable uh, video of, I think it's a classroom full of Japanese, in Japan, uh, they are like grade schoolers. And the music teacher or the teacher just has an acoustic guitar, maybe an electric guitar, and he plays this song, and the whole class of like six-year-olds screaming, Jackie is a punk, Judy is a run. That's awesome. Over and over again. That's awesome. It's great. 
It's it'll make your heart sore. I I think that sounds wonderful. I can't wait to watch that when I get home. Yeah, when you get, when you get home. Um, yeah. So uh, I wanted to I wanted to set the stage. Go for it for this song Please. for a minute to everybody okay. listening because it is. I mean, the word seminal has come up, and I just I think that word is so apropos. Sure. For what's happening here. Okay. Okay. So I want everybody at home to close their eyes right. and just take a deep breath together. The year is 1976. Okay. Ramones, the album by Ramones, is released on vinyl. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're all listening to like Tiny Dancer. Yeah. And that stuff. You go to a record store, you purchase this album, you bring it home, you drop that needle on this vinyl, and you get to this song that comes up. Number three. Okay, number three. There's that crackle in the mm-hmm. vinyl that's happening, and this song comes up, and I feel like there's a moment where you just think, will there ever be a better day? <laughs> this might be some, the most wonderful two minutes of your life. Some, some clapping. I mean yours. Yeah, some clapping happens in the middle of the song. No, it's claps, snaps. Clap, snaps, clap, snaps. It's just such a, a playful punk song. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And in that moment, I really can smell the the place where these guys hang out. Okay. You know what I mean? I can feel this neighborhood. I can see the guys sitting on the stoop. I can hear <laughs> I can hear the banter. I can mm-hmm. hear the girls and their hairspray or whatever. You know, it just it captures a moment that is so specific and wonderful. And the sound of this song is so good. Yes. I agree with everything. Um, I especially, I thought you were going to, you're kind of alluding to this, but the thing that has always struck me about this, uh, and this is is potentially like our most pretentious one because we're going to get real theoretical about it. Oh, I don't care at all. (laughs) But the immediacy that that this song starts with, I feel like they never did quite as well huh i mean we talk about like so many songs start at 10 and stay at 10 or try to go to 11 but you know stay around 10 okay and i feel like it might be just because it's only a minute and a half but the sheer like everyone is right at the beginning yeah is fan freaking tastic too so much that on that uh 40th anniversary version there's a you know it's like a remix version like a classic version from the album and then they did a mono mix where they added in the one two three fours to every song okay and it's kind of fun especially if you like one two three fours if you're keeping a spreadsheet let's say you're tallying let's let's just say let's say Um, you spend your weekends doing this (laughs) but uh this song i feel like is actually kind of hurt by it because it sounds weird, but almost like the shock value of you just want to go right crap. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I think it's why uh, I always, I often, I shouldn't say always, but I often remember it from Royal Tannenbaum's when they're learning about Margot's life. And sure. He opens up the book and it plays this. Yeah. And it's perfect for like a hard cut to a flashback. Yeah, you like, need a lead in on this. No. No. Lead in hurts. Yeah. And it's just. It's it's perfect in its simplicity. Yeah. I can picture... I know they didn't have digital files at the time, but I feel yeah. like it's a solid white line 
in your digital recorder, you'd be like, oh my god, it's just a minute and a half of... But, but also, it has, like you said, like it has hand claps and snaps, and it has oohs and ahs, yeah. and it has... You know, there's a playfulness about it that is so fun and youthful in its, like, reverence. I wonder... <laughs> we, are, we are using the word seminal a lot, and I wonder if... Okay, I'll tell, tell a story. Please do. One time, I was playing this song, as I do, on repeat. Yeah. I often just do that. As you should. I should. But I feel like it especially lends itself with this. And honestly, when they get to the bridge, I started tearing up. And it sounds so weird to say because it's like, it's not a sad song. No. I had nothing. This is the place. Let it go. (laughs) I had nothing to do with it. But I've thought about it. And especially like coming to this, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to like tell a story about how I was driving down Western Avenue in Chicago. And I started like. Like, oh my god. Judy is a punk. You're right. No, it's not that. (laughs) It's more, it's this. I feel like at that moment, that was them completely realizing their thesis. Oh, yeah. The thesis was loud and fast and fun and like the 50s and 60s rock and roll. And when, especially when it gets to the bridge, Mm -hmm. you realize this is it. I'm not saying they never topped it ever in their lives or anything, but I mean, like, that's the moment. The moment of, like, everybody can point to Blitzkrieg Bop as, yes. like, th- that thing, but I mean, like, that and I song wanna, I want to add something to what you just said. Okay. And I'm getting this from Wikipedia, so if it's not true, don't crucify we'll, me. We'll change it. Yeah, we'll change it. But <laughs> that um, they got these lyrics, the first two lyrics, from overheard conversation from people in their hood, in their neighborhood. Oh, Okay. Which I think makes total sense and adds to the raw appeal of this song mm. that it is capturing. It's it. There's something about that so special because it feels so in the moment. Yes. True. It's it feels so kind true of, somehow. Kind of thrown away, but not in a trash way. But more just like I just picked up this stuff. Yeah. This so is what's what happening the, right now. This is what this is where it is. Yeah. It's it's so specific and true that it feels honest and forever. Yeah, <laughs> honest and forever. It really is. I mean, yeah. And I and I say, I want to say, even though they played it two hundred eighty four times mm-hmm. that I found, probably not enough with an asterisk. Maybe not enough. But I always felt when I heard live versions, when I have heard live versions of it, it has never really lived up to the album hmm. version. It's so I don't good. know what it is. It it's is so jo- okay. Ugh. Listen to Joey's affectations on this song. Yeah, they're unbelievably awesome and ballsy. <laughs> you know, like it's so good. The persona that he takes on in this song, and I don't know. Uh, it's just like a perfect. It's like this is what you eat pizza to in your pajamas. This is it. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever in heaven. It's also like <laughs> I. I also think there's something to it that it has to be performed that way. Like, I I usually mess around with an acoustic guitar, and I'll kind of, like, play around with these types of songs, and some of them sound better than others. And this is one where it's like, no. No. I don't know why, but it doesn't work this... It Actually, what it comes off as, and it might just be me, it comes off as a Buddy Holly song. Oh, yeah, totally. Which isn't probably too far off. Yeah. But, I mean, that also shows to just, like... Yeah, if you take those things, but you change it with your own attitude, it becomes something completely different, yeah. or feeling completely different. And this song, in particular, when people talk about this first album and the raw nature of this album mm-hmm. and how it couldn't be repeated, I think this song is a microcosm of this album. That's in that what sense. I'm saying. Yeah, 
That's what I'm saying. Can't yeah. be repeated. Can't be. It just it happened it so honestly that it, they'll never live it down. It's funny <laughs> when you were saying the thing about you could picture sort of the story characters of it. I was picturing what they always describe of like them playing CBGBs with nobody there but like the dog yeah. and stuff and no one paying attention. And then for like a minute and a half, this thing plays yeah. and then it stops. Yeah. And I'm imagining myself. Like I say, I'm listening to, I don't know, Dan Folgerberg or whatever. And then I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, and then I'm, it's over. I'm so confused yeah, in a way. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's super, super great. Well, I want to point out one more thing about this song that I think is very Ramones A. Okay. Uh, which is when they say, um, perhaps they'll die. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Perhaps they'll die. Oh, yeah. Which is super meta. You know, it's like they're they're acknowledging, and they even talk about this. I think I think it's in the Wikipedia page. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but it's like this this idea that um, they're they're you know removing the fourth wall. They're they're basically saying like we're telling a story, and maybe at the end of the story, these people are gonna die. Like hmm. that's so Ramones. But it's also like cop from a nursery rhyme, of like the little old lady, the was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll so, die. Yeah, yeah but got it's, a it's acknowledging. Rhyme yeah. And oohs and ahs. Yeah. And about people joining the SLA and, it's and silly. ice skating. It's it's so silly. It's all over the place. Yeah. Um, I also want to put out one thing that I, like, I don't know if I ever dreamed it, and sometimes I can't prove it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, I am in the camp that there is a kazoo involved. Okay, I didn't see bridge. that anywhere, but I can't disprove it. I hope there is. I mean, it doesn't My sound... My heart says it, that it is. You can't hear it outright, but you could hear how they could maybe mix it in. I mean... Sure. I, could, I can't just... I can't... I'm ch- and maybe I'm doing that because that bridge, especially that bridge for some reason, really has a hold on me, and I'm trying to like find... What's the in secret Do you remember ingredient? where you heard that, or where you read that? I think I read it in a magazine, honestly. That was okay. like... It was like, you know... 20 songs about girls you didn't think about. You know, (laughs) something like that. And they, and they mentioned... 20 songs about girls that use kazoos. (laughs) 20 songs about girls with kazoos involved, sung (laughs) by four people. Uh, (laughs) It's a really, I read a lot of weird magazines. Um, One thing I wanted to point out that is sort of very Ramones A. Yep. um, Is that this song is called Judy is a Punk, but the lyrics are Jackie is a And, it has Isn't always... that just so like them? Well, here's the thing. I think you hit on it where... Okay, so they break the fourth wall and say perhaps they'll die. Yeah. The title is the end. Mm-hmm. Jackie is a punk. Mm-hmm. And Judy looks up to Jackie. Mm-hmm. And if Judy hangs out with Jackie, she will become a punk. And through the course of the song, by the end, she is. Oh. Huh. So that's your thing. It's the there will be blood. There will be... Great. There will be a girl punk. I love that's that. I, think that is. I love that. We should have looked up, and I don't know if you did, is this the first use of the word punk in, well, it's definitely the first Ramones one, but... In music, in general? Oof. I mean, it's gotta be real early. I should have teased that to give you time to search. Should have. While I talk about my heart pouring out over that When we have tech later on. Um, I don't... I, I can't, uh, I don't want to take time to research it's this. It's got to be way up there, though, right? I mean, like, I'm sure people used it. People, I mean, I have no context they didn't make for this. up that word. 
it was around, but it wasn't used for like music. It was, you know, like that kid's a punk. You don't want to be a punk, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, I it think it meant something a little different. Well, yeah, I mean, essentially, the word Ramones means like those punk kids. Yeah. So I'm sure the word punk was used, even if it wasn't used liberally as punk rock. Sure. It was used as a negative towards whatever. And it's funny neighborhood dudes that drift. Right. And it's funny that given where I came to it, because I wasn't alive, or I was just barely alive then, so I wasn't living it in the moment, I have always assigned, like, punk rock kid yeah. to it. Yeah. But that's not what it would have been. It would have been, like, Jackie is a punk who hangs out at 7-Eleven yeah. and bothers old women. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a, what that arouse about arouse, Or whatever. Arouse about? Or, yeah, is that the word? Rouse about? I don't know if that's a word at all. Oh, I think it is. Okay. <laughs> Challenge? Or accepted. a scallywag? Or a... Uh... Well, scallywag, sure. <laughs> Listen, I have a grandfather. Okay. Okay? I've learned a few things. So, let me run down my list here. Those are... I feel like I haven't done this song justice, but at the same time, given the fact that it's so short... I don't know if I want to keep going on. The well, I mean, is, we're, we're not going to really blow, we blow the lid off of any new facts. I mean, this is, again, just to overuse a word, seminal, seminal song off a seminal album. I think the best we can do is just give it some context and then yeah. explain why we think it's amazing because obviously it's amazing. There's some point where, like, <laughs> this really is, I can be as pretentious as I want to. Yeah, this is, is the time to be pretentious. It is, it, words fail to describe it. Well, it here's, is not here's another a thing I want to point out. If, if we can backtrack and okay. come back around, if you will. Some of the beautiful things I love about the Ramones, they tell a very complex story very simply in a short amount of time. Yep. Check. No other band in the history of the world is talking about a girl running off to join the Ice Capades <laughs> in a song that is called one of the best punk rock songs of all time. I mean, mm-hmm. they are so prolific and poignant in their storytelling that Philip Mott is while talking about their song way into the future is going to explain how he thinks the the title of the song is the end of the song because you're filling in all the parts of the story that aren't there. Yeah. I mean, this is good storytelling. This mm-hmm. is why this band is amazing because yeah. they weave tales that are deeper and more interesting than they seem on the surface. Don't you think, too, that this song in particular, going back to sort of the immediacy feature, don't you think this is almost like the the blueprint for hardcore? In I what mean, way? I mean, just like absolute everybody maximum right away under two minutes. Okay. I mean, like, I feel like punk rock in this era yeah. of the 70s was described more as like, Loud and fast guitars, three to four chords, and, you know, about two minute long songs. Yeah. And then, like, hardcore is more, like, just super speed, ragey, and, and, like, under, well, on just, like, short, 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 short. And I feel like this is, this is part of what those guys heard to be, like, what if we did that for the entire album? Totally agree. I think, I mean, but you're talking, you're preaching the choir. I mean, I think the Ramones... Gave everybody inspiration for everything that ever came after them. That's just me. (laughs) But what I like about the Ramones, and this song is a good example of that, is like, yes, it is a beginning concept for hardcore, but also it's 
poppy. Yes. How do they do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird chemistry. Yeah, they they really had something special. I think they just wanted it in there. That like, the, but sometimes people just band... have talent, and they just feel the art in a way that it's not it's not a it's not a brain activity. It's a soul activity. Yes. Oh, pretension. Deal good. with it. And yeah, we really. Yeah, I love it. This is exactly what this song deserves. I know. So. You gonna like this song? <laughs> I. Is it one of your favorite songs? I mean, it's so good. Way up there. It's so way up there. It's way up there for me too. It's one that I've been looking forward to. Actually, I'm. To I'm. Just when I saw that it was coming up, I got so excited. Yeah. To just sit in it mm-hmm. for a little bit. I did a weird thing too. Uh, it turned out that when I was moving songs to my iPod. Um, I just got every version that I had yeah. of Judy is a Punk on okay. there. Like, so there's also live versions and stuff like that. Cool. And I put them all on one thing. Uh, it, at the time, it was just five songs, seven minute long playlist. Because <laughs> some of the live, song, live five versions songs, are like... Three and a half minute playlist. <laughs> like a minute twelve or something. Because <laughs> uh, like their live shows are just like, Jezebel! Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They're like, oh, we did it. Check. Yeah. Um, this presents a challenge. Okay. Joy Ramone. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, listen to this man's vocals on this song and tell me that you don't like pizza. I dare you. I do love pizza. <laughs> She's know. got me there. Um, I'm going to give it to Mr. Johnny Ramone. Okay. Because as is mostly the case on this album, and especially some of the early ones... Mm-hmm. I freaking love the guitar sound, and it's I so love good. love the guitar sound, and it I'm gonna just say this though: love the guitar sound. without Joey's crazy town affectation, <laughs> sure, it just anybody else singing on this is a is a no I, go. But I think that speaks to that's why I said this is a challenge. Yeah, because it wasn't easy for me. Listen, because everyone is. I'm at just a 10. saying that you're wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Read between the lines. I would almost, I would be also, I would also listen to a case, I mean to say, for Craig Leon getting the song, getting the sound. Yeah. I don't know what the demo on this is. It's glorious. I'm sure. Actually, a lot of the demos, I don't think there's a demo of this on that 40th. I'm just plugging the hell out of that 40th album, but give them some freaking money. Yeah, go buy Ramones album. Yeah, would it You're listening you? to this podcast. Go spend some on money YouTube. on some Ramones. I know. Um, uh, but. They only created so like the think, greatest music of all time, but anyway. I don't think the demos on there, but they do have demos. And the demos on there are like, you know, they're not so great. They, yeah. they definitely improved it. But there's one, I think it's called like Basement Tracks or something like that. You can look it up. Yeah. Uh, of Judy as a Punk. Where you're like, well, they weren't far off. Yeah. That, that gets like a little prettied up and well, nailed a little harder. To, to bring it back to Craig, Craig Leon again, Craig Leon. J- capturing the sound is yeah. not always easy. And so for him to do it so well with these guys on this album is like... Kudos, Mister. Kudos. The whole, probably the, especially this first album is a total team effort. So that's why I'm saying it's hard to pick one. It's just, but it's obviously Joey Ramone. My heart, in this case, goes to the guitar. No, that's fine. You can, you can be wrong. I, 
everybody can be wrong. Yeah, as long as you own it, that's perhaps cool. I'll die. Perhaps um, I'll die. Do you have any more <laughs> thoughts? Because uh, I mean, we could talk about it. In, let's say here's what we'll do, Molly. Yep. If you come up with more thoughts about this song, which you probably will, probably play it again. During one of the lesser songs later, we'll just start talking about this song. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Okay, great. Um, I just wanted to give myself a plug. Oh, okay. It was my birthday on May 19th. Damn which, right. Which, by the time they hear this, will be later, but... Happy 26th birthday. Happy 26th. And I just wanted to say, my birthday is the same as Joy Ramon's birthday. It it's is. my claim to fame. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> it's on... It's what I'll be known it's for. It's her, uh, her it's car license plate. everybody knows Yeah. <laughs> you got it trimmed around there. I was like, same birthday as Joy Ramon. It's like fate. Um... So I want to yeah, say happy good. birthday, Joy Ramon. And happy birthday, you. On our 100th episode celebrating Judy is a Punk yeah. and Joy Ramon's birthday. I mean, come on. this is What do you want? It doesn't get better than this. No. I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this the centennial episode. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Ramon's Podcast. You can look us up on Facebook. You can use your Googles. Uh, and, join us, <laughs> and join us next time. When we will be discussing the KKK took my baby away on the moans of the day. 